Welcome back to the R-Rated Podcast. The R-Rated Podcast. This week's guest is... Welcome back to the R-Rated Podcast. Today's guest is Jessica DeMooney. She's a new guest on the podcast, and I'm super excited to have her on. She's an actress, writer, and director. Do you model, too? I mean... I mean, maybe not should. Yeah. Hi, me. Love it. <laughs> Tell us where you're from. I'm from Perth, Western Australia. Okay. Yeah. Born and raised there, like... In Born the- and raised, okay. and then right after high school, I got on the plane, moved to New York, and... Okay, tell me yeah. why New York. So my dad originally immigrated to the States okay. and he immigrated to New York City. Okay. And cool. so growing up and then met my mom, ended up in Canada. Okay. Well, well, yeah. Sorry, no, no, no. Met my mom at a wedding in Canada, ended <laughs> okay. up in Perth. Yeah. And so growing up, I just always heard about New York's the greatest city in the world. It's a melting pot. It's pretty cool. And, and we'd visited every second year until I was 10 because mm-hmm. I had cousins in New Jersey. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I just like always wanted to live in new york i think of like broadway and musicals was that ever in your like like did you ever want to do that like is like i love musicals it's not like it's not so that wasn't like i mean i did it in high school okay um but i always got like the charactery role you know i was like okay so always like the comedic relief role kind of thing i wasn't like like, so when I was singing, I was, like, singing in a voice. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, I was, like, I'm going. Mm-hmm. I'm going to – I went and studied at the Lee Strasberg Institute. No way. I yeah. actually took a course uh, at the Lee Strasberg um, in L.A. They oh, had, nice. Like, like a – I don't know, like a three-week course. And I think that's when I realized, like, I'm not meant to do this shit. <laughs> <laughs> but it's so cool. I mean, like, I get like, props It's a pretty to... intense place to go like, it is. if that was your first No, it was. Class. It was my first ever <laughs> acting class. And, like, everyone's, like, super serious. Like, oh. <laughs> you know, they're I like, mean, die. And you're just like, what? <laughs> or like, it's like sense memory. And yeah. I remember my first class sitting there and like, I had no idea. Mm-hmm. I thought I was just going to do like, like my school drama class. Right. Like, and I, my first day I got there and the teacher's like, okay, everyone get in your chairs and like do your exercises. Dude, my like, heart would be like, they're literally <laughs> like, they're like doing the sense memory and someone's yeah. like, Ugh! yeah. Like, yeah. And I was like, what is just bust out crying? Like, I don't know. I'm like, what the, where did you channel that from? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, so I felt super intimidated place. after that. I was like, I am not meant to do this. I actually did give acting a try after, like, a couple years later, but I should have just known, like, that was, like, the first <laughs> sign of, like, I'm meant to do this. <laughs> okay, yeah. so you did an acting class. Yeah. It, did. it was intense, but you learned a lot? or Oh, like, yeah, what, yeah, I learned so much. I mean, also just, like, living in New York and right. moving from Perth, Australia, which is, like, yeah. probably one of the smaller cities in Australia. Is it? I actually don't know, like, much about Perth. I would love it's to know more. It's more, like, suburban life, okay. you know? Okay. Like, it's, like, a small small city. No one actually yeah. lives in the city. You oh. live in the suburbs. Mm-hmm. And you grow up just, like, going to the beach. And I mean, that's not mm-hmm. bad, though, right? It's <laughs> a very nice place to grow up. That like, sounds very nice. Yeah. But is, is there, like, an entertainment or film industry out in, in Australia or Perth area I mean, at all? At the moment, yeah. When oh. I was growing up, no. no nothing. Oh. But Perth starting to happen mm. a little bit but yeah. definitely sydney brisbane melbourne a lot of stuff the is filming si- there now right right okay. I think the pandemic had a lot to do with that but that's that's actually interesting because i feel like in la the pandemic like ruined la like it's hard to like come back from that but in other places like they're thriving when it comes to filming they're mm-hmm. like it's way cheaper to film over there let's film there um which is smarter too because here it's like really overpriced to film unless you have like that big studio money yeah exactly <laughs> Which I don't have. <laughs> Wait, really? Yeah, right. <laughs> okay, so after acting class, um, where what are you up to now? Um, well, so let me let me remember. Yeah, right. So I'm like we're we're just traveling back in time. Yeah. So so I finished. It was a two year conservatory program. Okay. And oh, then, that's a, that's a little while. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, nice. And then I ended up like my last semester at Strasbourg. I used to live on the same street as UCB, the okay. Upright Citizens Brigade. Okay. Um, which is an improv mm-hmm. school, improv and sketch Fun. Um, theater and school. And yeah. I remember like going and seeing a show thinking I was going to see a play <laughs> and then it was improv and I was like, whoa, what is this? This is insane. Wow. That's impressive. It. Cause I'm like, you really just come up with everything on the spot, right? Like it's yeah. nothing's planned ahead. You just don't say no. Right. 
Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I, I remember take. I remember that at Lee and Strasberg too. They were like, "It's time for improv," and I was like, "What?" And like, they're like, "Okay, so you just you know say what comes to comes to your mind," and I'm just like, "Nothing's coming to my mind. <laughs> Nothing's in there." Like, I was like don't so think. stressed. Yeah, they're like, "Don't think." I'm like, "I'm overthinking everything." <laughs> but yeah. okay. Yeah. So I so I ended up taking. I, I went through improv and mm-hmm. I went all the way through advanced studies I, mm-hmm. I just like fell in love with like doing improv yeah. and then I ended up um, meeting a bunch of fellow like comedians yeah. and improvisers cool. and sketch comedians and I uh, ended up in like a couple improv groups mm-hmm. and um, sketch comedy groups and we were like producing our own improv show wow twice a month um, and how then, do you do that like when you yeah when you say you're you're coming up with your own uh, improv show like how do you plan that like what goes into that I honestly had not much to do with like, okay. that part but yeah. like it was like our group and then um we would just get a theater like oh. uh, the producers club it on like wait the producers club in New York yeah that's where I screened my short film no way. <laughs> wait I never thought I would ever hear that wow it's such a random that place. is so random yeah because I okay so uh COVID 2020 hit, right? I, gra- I was supposed to graduate. Moved, I had a short film out and I submitted it to film festivals. And um, the one that it actually got invited to go and like, they're like, oh, you got nominated was at the Producers Club. It was the New York City Independent Film uh, Film Festival. And I was like, oh my God, never been to New York. So I was like super excited. Wow. And it was just so funny because like this like little hole in the wall, little theater, right? But it was kind of cool. Like it's like two stories. You don't think it's that like big because it's like literally looks like just a door and just go in you're like whoa it's yeah it's like so new york and like so new york and like you know yeah and i wasn't used to that either so i was like what is this it was and everybody was so friendly and like i don't know it was just like a fun good first film festival experience so when you said that i was like whoa it rang a bell (laughs) oh i love that yeah it was like we would like pack that theater and and we'd get like a couple comedians and another group to open up and then we'd just do an improv show and like it was just literally for fun and then um, and then I also ended up in like a sketch comedy group that like a friend started and they just wanted to be making stuff. Mm-hmm. So that's um, the best way to do it. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. So we like had a, um, we had like a 30 minute slot on public access, like oh, Manhattan cool. and Brooklyn public access. Wow. And then cool. we would just commit to making like five sketches a month to like fill that slot. And then we did that for like two years and it was all just Wow, that's perfect. Yeah. That's literally and, – and so you were, like, around 18 doing this and then, like, for two years? I would have been, like, 19. 19? Yeah. Cool. Wow. That's, yeah. That yeah. And how are you managing, like, doing all that and, like, pursuing your goals but also, like, paying your bills because New York's expensive. Not saying I mean, that LA is cheap, like, that you're not, like, you know, that, not that it's all the same here, but I'm just, like, New York's, like, known to be very pricey. <laughs> you just, like, do what you got to do. Kind yeah, okay. Of thing. I like and that. Then, and, yeah, and then also I was, like, you know, doing commercials and. Um, what kind of commercials? Oh, my God. My first commercial was for Fisher-Price. Oh, cool. And I was. It was fun. I was like, <laughs> yeah. I hey, never like forget where you came from. <laughs> no, it was actually an awesome commercial, but yeah. I was 19 and yeah. I was playing a mom. And the guy who they cast to yeah. my husband was, like, in his 30s. <laughs> and I'm like, mm, you're right. like, the casting isn't right here, but yeah. whatever. I was like, I'll take the job. But, no, like, yeah, I had never sure. held a baby in my life. You're like, and I was how like, do I hold this? <laughs> it's a shirt. No, I'm just kidding. It was really cool that they had, like, a baby wrangler. And a so, baby wrangler? Yeah. Wait, wait, please clarify. I know what an animal so wrangler is. It's but. pretty much that, but for a baby. Like, they're taking care of the baby. And, um, like, and it's not the mom. It's not the mom. It, wow. It's like, so they're I like off on the side going, and the baby's like. You're joke. <laughs> oh, that's how they, they do the Pampers commercials yeah. and like all the, like, I'm like, how do they get these babies smiling? Like, babies are not smiling yeah. this often. Like, they like had me, before I held the baby for the first time, they had like the mom hold it and then I stood behind the mom and then they like passed it to me so it wow. felt like safe. and Right. Oh, that's interesting. That's yeah. actually really cool. Wow. Yeah. Nice. Well, that's that's cool. You're a mom in your first commercial. <laughs> I know. And now are you still booking commercials? Or yeah, is, that's yeah. primarily like, I mean, that's kind of like how I pay my rent. You yeah. It's like commercials. No, I uh, and commercials, I heard they actually pay really, really well. And like if you could, if you, I mean, if you can book them, I don't know how often, but like they apparently they pay more than like short films and indie stuff. I mean, I'm sure studio stuff pays even more because bigger budget, but. 
I did hear commercials is where it's at when it comes to money. <laughs> yeah, I like I booked my first SAG commercial. Nice. Um, what was that for? Lexus. Oh, that was like were you driving the car? Yeah. <laughs> so that was like that's what got me to join the union um, in 2021, and it was congratulations. like congratulations. Oh my god, that's all. Isn't that like the goal for acting, like to get in the union? Yeah. And, yeah. And like I had like held off for so long. I don't know. I I was like a SAG eligible for a long time, uh, okay. and I had heard all this stuff like don't don't join until you absolutely like you know. I just got all these like I know different opinions and yeah. and I don't know. You just end up you know the timing of everything just yeah. happens when it's supposed to and I don't know that felt like such a blessed like it it felt so um like such divine timing because yeah. I literally got my driver's license six months before you're joking <laughs> it was meant to be it was literally meant to be. wow that's, that's crazy that is so cool that, that is awesome wait so now that you're in um SAG like have you noticed a big difference than when you weren't in SAG like are you like, is someone sending you gigs or, like, is there more, like, gigs to, like, apply to? Like, how does that work? Like, do you have access to, like, a website that's, like, here's, like, access to all these gigs that you didn't have before? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I have agents. I have okay. Agents and a manager and they, yeah. like, submit me and okay. get me auditions. But there are also, like, if, if you don't have an agent, yeah. um, there are a lot of uh, casting service, like, casting okay. websites, like, yeah. Actors Access, Casting right. Networks. Um, and that's what I did, like, yeah. you know, when – because you go on and off sometimes yeah. like between having reps or not having reps. And so that's kind of like, yeah. that's where I started getting all these like short films that helped mm-hmm. me like build my reel. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, but yeah, so just I submitted myself for such a long time. Like, Which, yeah, I was in New York. Yeah. yeah. How, how long into like your acting experience did you get an agent? Like, was it after like a couple years or like, is this, is that something you get right away to like, they grow with you or something? I mean, no one tells you okay. how. And I know. Like, I'm like, tell no, me the answer. Like, like, you know, at Strasbourg, it's like, you know, I, I could, I, I could access my yeah. emotions and sense memories, yeah. but no one tells you like how the business works. So for me, it's just been like throwing spaghetti at the wall yeah. and then, yeah. you know, my, my peers, like, you know, you really lean on fellow yeah. actors and yeah we all just kind of share information and stuff like yeah. that and do you feel like it's um like a genuine experience when you like I don't know like I don't want to say that it's like a competitive like business or industry but it is kind of competitive and like I'm like are are when when you're talking and meeting with other actors like are they like hey like I you know audition on this and like this is a good website or like you should apply for this or like this agent like I heard bad stuff about them like like are you guys like it's genuine like yeah a, it's, I feel so grateful because okay. I I just have such amazing friends yeah who are actors and yeah. actors are just beautiful people yeah and yeah. so empathetic and I like I honestly like probably I don't know it's yeah. like this whole journey because mm-hmm. it's you've got to be in it for the long haul mm-hmm. and it's made so much more fun with friends like yeah and yeah and it's so exciting to see your friends win and then they're yeah. excited for you when you win and it's just like. Yeah, even we were talking about the Oscars the other night, like yeah. the friends that I had over. Like, yeah. Oh my god! Like you know, there there were times like last year where my friend was like up for a really big role, and it'd be her first thing, and yeah. we we're all just like holding you hands and being like, <laughs> oh, like throughout so the week, I'm just going, okay, like let's, that is let's get it, but you know, yeah. like just yeah, no, that's good. Like that it's like it's all about community and like having a a good foundation of like people that you can trust and and just like year round honestly because I feel like in LA that sometimes get, gets a little lost or clouded well, it can be like you know? so easy to fall into a scarcity mindset and yes like, that's like I can so relate to that right and there right. are times when you're like there's not enough for me like blah, it shouldn't blah, blah. feel like a competition you know what I mean like I'm like there's so many other people that have a podcast out there or that are trying to write and direct and I'm like but we're not competition like why can't we be multiple people creating different forms of art and like even collab you know what I mean like I feel like sometimes nowadays it feels like they're trying to always uh, like the industry is trying to make us like compete in a way, especially with women. And that's why I was like, does it feel like that with like acting or or not? Because like with directing, sometimes it feels like competing with the guys, but not as like intense. Like oh, I have to like you know. I don't know. I, I feel like it can be like that in any industry. That's true. You know? And that's I true. and I feel like it's. Like when the focus is on me and what I can get, right? It's like that's when mm-hmm. it starts to feel like that. Mm-hmm. But when I turn the focus out, I'm like, okay, what am I giving? Like my 
teacher. I'm in an awesome acting class right now. Yeah. Lisa Clipton. Um, nice. She's Australian. She's amazing. Oh, I love that. Yeah. And something she said in the first class was, um, we are defined. No, no, no. Oh, my God. We are what we do and we are yeah. defined by what we give. Oh, that's true. And that's... I just, like, love that. Because yeah. Because it's like. Put it on a shirt. <laughs> I know. Like, because when I'm, like, thinking about what I, what can I bring mm-hmm. to this audition or what can I what can I give? What can what can I yeah. contribute? Then all of a sudden, it feels like there's just like more. There's yeah. abundance. Yeah. Like, but when I'm in like a me 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 right. mindset, like yeah, of course, like I don't want you to get that. Yeah, I need that. that should be mine. It's yeah, like, that's yeah, it's terrible. Well, like, it's, it's a terrible why do I want that? You exactly. know, it's like, <laughs> do I have something to offer? Like, you know, <laughs> when did you move to LA? Like, what was that? Fi- like, what happened that you're like, I'm gonna just leave New York because. It seems like you're building like your your future career there in your life. <laughs> okay, Priscilla. <laughs> you're like, therapist. You're like, why did you leave? Go back. No. Um, it was I love New York and it was yeah. like the first place I lived as an adult, yeah. you know, by yeah. myself. Yeah. And um and we did create a really beautiful community. No, it sounds amazing. Yeah. I'm like, it sounds like so much fun. Yeah, and I and the the thing is like New York's there, like that community's yeah. still there and yeah. it's like it doesn't just go away because you leave. Mm-hmm. Um, but it just got to a point, like, I'd lived there eight years. Mm-hmm. And the last, like, few years I'd worked a few times yeah. in L.A. And, like, I'd heard so often from New Yorkers yeah. and, like, older New Yorkers who, like, yeah. never left. They're like, don't go to L.A. unless <laughs> L.A. calls you. You know, it's like, <laughs> Hello, LA's it's fake. L.A. speaking. <laughs> yeah. We want you. <laughs> it's like, but that's kind of like the general consensus right, in New right, York right. is like L.A. is fake and it's I, well, phony. And it's this and that. I'm just kidding. But like every time I <laughs> visit a certain, certain extent. <laughs> well, like every We're going to be like, visited, cancel her. <laughs> she said L.A. is fake. <laughs> no, well, every time I visited, yeah. I'd be here. I'm like, wow, I'm meeting really genuine people. And yeah. The sun is really nice. Yeah. Like, yeah. I just like, you know, I was like ready for a different lifestyle a and a change of pace. And, yeah. Um, and that's okay. That's not bad. Like, I feel like just because you spent a couple years in a place and you, you know, you thought maybe this was going to be where I was going to settle down and, and you made your friends, it's not too late to have a, a new beginning, even if it seems scary and it's across like the country or wherever it is, you know, like just if you feel like I want to take that step and I'm going to miss out. And it's it's something I'm gonna regret later in life. Like, don't regret it. Just do it. It might be scary, but I'm glad that you did it. You know, because not everyone has that. Like, I'm gonna go for it. You know, like it, it it's was scary. Like, it was such a leap of faith because we did build that community, and yeah. we had, you know, and but then and you know, Monty, my partner, who's yeah. also a filmmaker. Yeah, yeah. Um, when did you guys actor. you guys met in New York? We or? met in New okay, York okay. like 2014. Okay, <laughs> so. How old are we going to be? 2014? Like, I was 19. What? Okay, okay. 19. <laughs> I'm like, what years? Well, you know. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah. Cool. And so, wow, you guys have been together for a long time. Yeah, that's cute. Long I love that. <laughs> I know. Um, and he's he's an amazing actor and filmmaker. And, yeah. And he, you know, his brother is out there and him nice. and his brother have a production company. Oh, that's in super New York. cool. Super um, cool. Even more of a reason for almost to you stay. To stay. Exactly. Right? Like, and somebody listening would be like, why would she leave? Like, she hasn't <laughs> set up, but like. Why did you want to leave? Like, you were just ready I, I, for... It was, like, intuition. Like, yeah. I just knew I wanted to be in L.A. And yeah. I'm, like, I want to be doing film and TV. Like, that's yeah. what I want to be doing. And yeah. I was doing, like, my reps at the time mm-hmm. were based in L.A. So I was doing right. uh, a lot of self-tapes. The irony is the pandemic happened. But, yeah, I was doing, like, a lot of self-tapes. And I'm, like, I want to be in person. Like, I want to be going... <laughs> like, that They're was... like, psych. <laughs> yeah, literally. Like, over Zoom. <laughs> it's, it's wild. Yeah. So... You know, and Monty had never even been to LA. Oh, and wow. then so 2019, at the end of 2019, we went. Yeah. And then. Like um, to go check it out or. Yeah, just to suss okay. it out and yeah. see like what neighborhood do we live in? Like right. do we want to move here? Right. I knew I wanted to move here, but I'm like, do you want to Yeah, move? yeah. Like, like you want to move here, right? <laughs> yeah. Right. You want to move here, right? <laughs> you want um, this. <laughs> exactly. Um. So, yeah, so we came out here and it was just like such an awesome trip. Yeah. And. Yeah, and you guys decided to did it. Cool. And we just literally took a leap of faith and yeah. then got here. And then two months later, the pandemic. <laughs> two months into being here. Oh, my God. <laughs> did, were you able to, like, tap into the the industry a little bit here, like, before yeah, it got shut down? Luckily, like, I had reps, you know? Right. Like, so that was just – it. that was really great. And, yeah. Um, you know, the 
do you think if you didn't have those reps that you would maybe have the same opportunity like finding gigs here like what is does that really I help no I yeah it does yeah I mean, it, it helps get you in the, in different doors right okay but, um I mean like the film and tv shut down but commercials yeah. never shut yeah, down right that's true that's true we still and, need our commercials yeah <laughs> and like for whatever reason like something just clicked yeah in the pandemic where I was like on my recovery journey, and we've we've yeah. kind of talked about yeah. before. Yeah, we'll, which we'll, we'll, on here. We'll, yes, we'll we'll tap yeah. into that for sure. Um, but something just clicked where mm-hmm. I don't know. We were just like having fun, and yeah. then I just started booking commercials like in the pandemic. That's the best way to do it: having fun, and then yeah. not like over stressing about it. I mean, like if I don't book this, like it's just. I, I think that that maybe helped too, like yeah. having like a like a relaxed mindset going into it maybe? there was like something about the pandemic where it just was like oh I'm not in a rush like mm-hmm. I don't it doesn't all have to happen right now like yeah you know it yeah. was just which is so, a huge thing to like process because in LA everything's so fast here everything's yeah. like I mean in New York too actually it's like speed speed like on to the next thing like what's the newest trend you know so it's kind of nice to not like live like that because like life isn't really like that i think we're just putting so much like stress on the like it needs to be now and like the next thing when i'm like when you go to like europe it's so much more chill and like you shop like you go grocery shopping for the day you don't shop for the whole week it's just like stuff like that it's like little things that could just make us maybe like less stressful like (laughs) stop being so (laughs) fast-paced it's so true yeah but okay sorry back to (laughs) no it it, but it it is and it's like I think even just now I'm like okay how can I like be reminded of that daily of like okay yeah I'm like not on a crazy fast timeline like I can just trust that things are happening like at the pace they need to happen yeah um but yeah I forget where we were no okay so okay so you moved to LA but I want to tap into how you got into writing as well and Mm. directing was that were you um covering that at all in New York or was that like a thing more in LA well I started getting into writing when my friends asked me to join the improv right the sketch group right which I had never written sketches but I it was 10 of us and then we were like we'd have writers meetings and yeah I'm like I don't know what yeah okay cool (laughs) I guess I'm gonna like write a sketch you know so how do you write a sketch you just like come up with like like, it has to be funny, right? Good, good. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, yeah. You know, how do you know if it's funny? Like, do you test it on other people and you're like, okay, if they laugh. Like, if, if three people out of five laugh, it's funny. Or, like, how I do mean, you judge that? Yeah, I mean, the way you, we would we would do it in that group was we'd, like, someone, you'd each write something and then you'd go to the meeting and yeah. we'd read it and then we'd, like, punch it up mm. with everyone in the group. Okay, mm-hmm. okay, yeah. Um, it's, like, a very collaborative experience. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so that's kind of what that happened. And then I was in this theater company, mm-hmm. and the, the the people who started the theater company encouraged us to write, and so yeah. I started writing. And then yeah. I went to Lebanon for the first time. Wow, which is where my parents are from. Very cool. I was gonna say, like, what, what what's your background? I know, yeah. you, I know you're from Perth, but like, what's your nationality? Like ethnicity. ethnicity. Yeah. yeah, sorry. Um, yeah. So my parents hadn't been back in like 24 years. Wow. I'd never been. It was 2017, and then. Um, and so I, like, we went, I don't know, for whatever reason, that was the year we went. Yeah. And, um, I, like, visited the house my mother was born in. Wow. It was, like, it's the remains of the house. Like, no one had touched it since the war. And, like. Wow. That must have been, like, such a, like, crazy, intense feeling. Like, I can't even imagine. Wow. It was, it was amazing and incredible. And I felt like I got to know myself more. And I got to know my parents more. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. I got to just get, like, so many stories I'd heard growing Mm -hmm. up, like, were just, like, there, you know. Wow. Um, Yeah, and then so that just, like, sparked, like, I started writing. Yeah. I wrote a play about that. Wow. Kind of inspired by that experience. And then um, then when we got to L.A. and the pandemic happened, my partner Monty and I, like, we started you know, we were like, oh, we just want to get creative and make stuff, like, yeah. while we have all this time. Right. And so we made some really silly, like, sketches. and Yeah, fun. Um, And then we were like, we've kind of, like, got something going on here, mm-hmm. like, the two of us. I'm like, yeah. I wonder if we could make a short film, like, just with two people. I love, yeah, you can, you can. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and so I wrote that, uh, I wrote my film, which is called Be Good. Be Good, okay. 
and, watch it and on it's YouTube. Out. Yeah, now. so I was like, yeah. where can we find it? Yeah. On YouTube. Okay. Um, good. And um and yeah, and then so how yeah. did you get inspiration for Be Good? What's what's the, what's like the log line? What was it about? So um well the the film follows a young woman mm-hmm. who's getting ready for her strange friend's birthday party. Okay. Um she also has an eating disorder. Okay. So it's like she's she spends the entire day like obsessively trying to get herself to go to this party. Right. Um and then she has a phone call with her mom and it kind of she ends up spiraling out of into her. Does she make it to the party? Seat. Or I guess we have to. I mean, you got to watch it. Yeah, to yeah find you're out. right. You're right. I don't, yeah, no, don't tell me. Don't tell, away. me. <laughs> don't tell me. Don't tell me. Okay. That's actually a very serious topic to write about. So you went from like sketches to writing about an eating disorder. So I'm like, how did this yeah. happen? <laughs> how did we get from there to there? But I'm, I mean, I'm curious because not everything is all like laughter and comedy and like humor. You know, we, we also go through a lot of like deep shit and like things that aren't always like so pretty so was there something going on in your life or did you know someone that was going through this and you felt like you know I can I can make a film and like bring awareness or write a script yeah so I'm in recovery for an eating disorder okay so the story was maybe like about you yeah well it was inspired because like being in the pandemic Mm -hmm. uh being in lockdown really reminded me of like the isolation Mm -hmm. and Um, it's hard when you're isolated yeah it's just you and your thoughts Totally, and, like, so much of uh, any addiction is, like, isolation. Yeah. um, You're right. Yeah, so, you know, the pandemic, like, it just reminded me of, like, when I was in my disease, Mm -hmm. I'd just be, like, I wouldn't want to leave, and I'd just be, like, with the food, with my obsession. So I just wasn't, I I know, like, the rate of eating disorders um, went up during the pandemic. Wow. Just kind of- I, know, I mean, yeah, I can't even imagine. I didn't even think about that, you know, because when you're when you personally don't go through something like that, you're not necessarily thinking about like, you know, the eating disorder or like if you don't have like a drug addiction, are you necessarily thinking about like the drug addiction rates? I don't know. Like, so that's why I'm very curious about like how did how would something like that start? You know, like, is it from like I know like a lot of you know, body positivity is now, like, encouraged and stuff. But that wasn't always like that before, especially on, like, social media. Like, I feel like now we're more body positive and friendly. But back then it was like, oh, my God, she looks bad or this and that. Like, did it come from that at all? Like, from just being a woman in this industry and life? I mean, definitely. But also, like, I don't know. There, there's so much stigma around eating right. disorders, so many misconceptions. Yes. And, and also, like, during the pandemic, like, the amount of like TikTok challenges, like fitness challenges and oh this and that God. that were like yes. going on. I was just like, oh, like that's what kind of yeah got that um, flowing for me, like yes. to write about that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, there's so many misconceptions about mm-hmm. um, what an eating disorder looks like, who suffers from an eating disorder. Yeah. Um, who does, so- like, could it happen to anybody? Anybody. There's okay. like, I think, I mean, in 2020, I think the the number of eating disorders thirty million people men wow. and women and wow. people um were uh you know suffer from this and it's the yeah. deadliest mental illness wow and wow. that's just people who and see like I would have never known that. like it. no one talks about that wow yeah no one talks about it and there's like this misconception that it's vain and it's all about mm-hmm. looks and and a certain body type or yeah. certain ethnicity only, like, the right. representation in the media usually They make is... it seem like it's only models doing it. Yeah. And which I also don't even think that's fair to say, like, oh, models are, like, doing... Because that's, like, you're, you're typecasting, like, an eating disorder just to models because they're, like, that's their, like, job. Which, it's not just that. It could be any... You don't even have to be in the entertainment industry to, like, be going through something like this. Like, for me, like, my eating disorder was a tool I picked up to mm. handle life when life felt too big. Mm-hmm. Like, so, you know, I... And it's just, like, that just, I don't know when it – and I feel yeah. like food was always a thing, like, when I was younger. Yeah. And it's so, such a thing, like, culturally of, like, when you're happy, right. eat. When you're right, sad, right. eat. When you go to like, grandma's house, she's like – You're not eating enough. <laughs> yeah. eat, 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 you know? And you're and like, like, I'm literally full. They're like, no, keep eating. <laughs> yeah. And I think for me, like, growing up in Australia, I was always, like, hyper aware of well, is everyone, like, super hot there, too? Like, I'm, <laughs> well, I'm like, like, I'm sorry, but growing up. Super hot and, like, super white. Like, you know, the place I grew up was, oh, like, yeah. I looked, I just ethnically looked different yeah, to everyone. And so I thought, you know, I don't know. I had this idea of, like, that was wrong and I wanted to fit in. And yeah. that's not something I could control. And then right. when the, I don't know, then I kind of, then my, my body and my weight was something I could control. Right. And so that kind of. I, I, like, how, like, how. 
long do you think the process from like you like when did you notice it like oh this could be an issue and then it was like all right this is definitely a disorder like I'm taking it too oh far. I had I did not think I had an eating disorder oh, because okay. I didn't look a certain way like I've always been in a healthy body way yeah so, and I a lot of the behaviors that I was doing mm-hmm. were health like were considered healthy you know like if, okay like the fitness and what is it like the um like just like the the diet culture that we live in is right like celebrates a lot of the right. things I was doing. Okay, so, you know I didn't think I had an eating disorder right. until until I was like, yeah. I how did you? Someone kind of like mentioned it, and I was like, really? Oh, <laughs> you're like I kind of check off those boxes. Well, you know I had like you know my I would go from like restricting mm-hmm. to binging to purging, mm-hmm. you know, so it would. I honestly don't even know what all the what that like I I know okay so purging is when you're throwing up right like throwing up laxative abuse like excessive exercising to try and like lose the weight that you ate like okay so there's yeah yeah, because I always thought it was just it just meant throwing it up so there's other forms of getting rid of it it's like that I mean it doesn't it doesn't you know it's like it's like a false like idea of control you know right Um, there's Purging, there's binging. Binging, I know, like, what binging is. So I'm assuming it's just binge eating. It's overeating. Overeating. Unhealthy food? Or is it just anything? Like, for me, a big part of my recovery is there are no good or bad foods. Because, like, so much of my obsession was, like, oh, this is healthy. This is unhealthy. This is good. This is bad. I'm bad if I eat this. Mm. I'm being naughty if I eat that. Like, I'm good being good if I eat, you know. So now what it looks like to me is, like, I eat when I'm hungry. I eat what I want and um and then it's like intuitive you know? yeah yeah no that's um and now do you feel like you've are you still struggling from this or were you like able to take the time and and really work on this part of you because it's such a big part of your mental health you know like yeah I mean I'm, I'm you so can't lucky. ignore something like that right yeah no. <laughs> I'm so grateful I have I'm in recovery, meaning, yeah. like, I'm in, like, a, you know, support group. Right, and I have, okay. Um, and I go to therapy. And so, that's, like, I love therapy. Not, no, ther- you know. therapy should be normalized for everybody. Like, even even if you feel like everything's good in your life, like, you should still go talk oh, to yeah. a therapist. For sure. Like, <laughs> like it's just so nice. Low-key, this is my therapy. I'm like, let's talk. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, there's that. And then also it's, like, um, you can't really do it alone. You know, yeah. like getting, like asking for help can seem so hard. Yeah. But there's so many support groups out there or like. Where could you find something like that? Like online? Or yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. Literally if you Google like. Like support. Yeah. Wow. And it feels very like, or at least the ones that you've gone to, it feels welcoming and, and, and people talk about like they're like, is it totally. almost like a, I don't know. Like how can I, like, what can I compare it to? Is it like you sit in a circle and you talk about like, okay. I don't know. Like, I don't want, is it like an AA meeting? But with, yeah, like, it's literally like, that. With like yeah. eating disorder? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 And sometimes I feel like it might be harder for some people to talk about like why they're there, which is like with any addiction, like not everyone's so comfortable sharing that story with strangers. So it's nice to feel like that welcomeness and community. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. That's huge. Wow. Wow. Well, thank you for, you know, sharing that because I know that cannot feel you know, it's not always comfortable to talk. Just come on a podcast and talk about something. Well, like, so like much that. of recovery is talking about it. You That's know? true. And it's like it's like the only way I keep my recovering is by giving it away to someone else. Yeah. So no, I agree. And hopefully, this could also just you know going forward, it just shows that like it can happen to anyone. It doesn't. It's not. It shouldn't be stereotyped to like just like oh, like if you're a model or actress, like, like a that. teenage girl. Exactly. It's like yeah. yeah, yeah. It like it doesn't matter. Like something in your life can happen and and trigger you or you know you can be online social media has such a big part of it like I when you said fitness videos I'm like yeah I remember when I like COVID I was watching all those fitness videos too and I was like eating a bag of chips and I was like <laughs> I want that body but I'm doing absolutely nothing to, to get that body <laughs> well it's like there's so much like there's so much more to me than just my body you know and like yes there is yeah and it's like <laughs> it's just like when the fo- when I'm focusing on like it's the eating disorder is just yeah it's like something to focus on 
that's like to keep me out of the present moment, to keep me out of my life, yeah, out of like being of service to other people, right, um, right. Because it, it, even even if I'm beating myself up, it's still me, 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 me. You yeah. know, it's not yeah. the focus isn't on like you know being yeah. present with you. It's like the amount of times like I can tell you, you know, before recovery, like when I go out with yeah. my friends or something, I could I could remember everything that I was feeling about yeah. how I looked and like like sitting a certain way. Like, you know, pre-recovery, yeah. I'd be like so nervous to be on here because I'd be like, oh my God, like the yeah. camera, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You need to like sit a certain way because wow. I don't, yeah. it's like the obsession was like so big and it's like, yeah. oh, like I get to be here and like breathe and like yeah. Yeah. not be in obsession about I'm like, I've just been stuck in something. Like, oh my God, how have I been sitting? I don't know. Well, but like, no, I get it's it. It's like, it yeah. doesn't matter because like you're here, like, yeah creating this like beautiful podcast with yeah people. who cares it's, like, like how we're sitting like if someone's <laughs> judging us on how we're sitting like you should not be watching this <laughs> like, no, like no one cares yeah no literally no one cares <laughs> no I I think that's such a good thing that, to talk about and great advice great tips it's so true and I feel like it's a very common thing that women and men are going through and I think we should be able to talk about it well, please share an- your story you know don't what's go amazing it is when you do share your story someone else goes oh, can relate me yeah. too and you're yes like, Oh. And you're like, wait a minute, I'm not alone what? in this. Yeah. Like, so many things, like, I thought only I, I was, did. Yeah. And then I hear someone else say it and they did it ten times more. And I'm like, wow. oh, yeah. my God. Like, yeah. it's like that's what gets rid of the shame and the guilt. And, yeah. like, you know, it's like it's just, yeah. So. How was it writing um, your short – like, was it hard for you? Did it trigger certain emotions or did you feel like – it was almost like something you needed to do to like overcome this. I feel like I was already kind of like, like separated from that. Like okay. it wasn't like triggering or anything, yeah. you know, it yeah. was like, it was just kind of like, I don't know. It's, I, I feel like that's the easiest place to start. It's like writing what you know. I like right? that. And like as a, yeah. that was like my first film I'd ever directed. Wow. And, yeah. Um, cool. And wrote when did you act in it too? Yeah. Oh my god! It was literally a two two person Wait, show. Okay, like, so was how was that? How was that? Because now you're, it's one thing writing, you know, about something that has happened to you, but now you're not only directing it because that's another <laughs> thing. Like from experience, I'm like I know how that is, but from acting, which I don't have experience doing, how do you act something out that was a big part of your life that maybe you know was more on the negative side? You know, that wasn't like that great for you, like. How to how do you separate it and not like let it get into your head like oh no like you know I might be slipping back into that path. I'm not saying that that's what happened, but like you know how do you I separate? I, that? I honestly wasn't conscious of like of how to be honest. Maybe that's just, why. It yeah, <laughs> like, worked out great. Right? Yeah, it, I didn't feel that way. Like okay. it just felt like oh, I just want to tell this story, and and it felt mm-hmm. like a creative challenge because we were just yeah you know we were. That's true. A creative challenge. That it really room. is. Yeah, like you know, and we just wanted to see what we could, how we could use the limitations of like we shot it all in one room. Wow. Okay, I'm so I'm gonna watch this today. Yeah. <laughs> um, so it was all in one room, yeah. zero budget essentially. Nice. And hey, so, that's even more impressive. Exactly. That's even more impressive. And like Monty was doing like the lighting, the sound, the cinematography, <laughs> wearing all the hats. <laughs> I love it. He was like, okay, how can we? We did it all in one day. So, yeah. Oh my god, amazing! <laughs> I'm so impressed. We we planned to do two days, and then the first day we were like, oh, we need to get yeah, our yeah. rhythm. Like, you know, like, um, so we kind of just like blocked it, and then the next oh. day we like shot it. And oh my and god, then, amazing! And do you have a camera or? I rented a camera. Nice. That was like the only like equipment yeah. that we rented, and then right. Monty had like little bits and pieces of cool. lights, and then we kind of used like the lamp. Like we were yeah. literally just seeing like what we could do with what we no use your resources yeah that's a hundred like that's the best way to do it and honestly it feels more rewarding too because you're like i did this with all the stuff that i have like i didn't spend like all this crazy money and you know that's awesome that's really cool it was really cool it was like it was fun and it it, the intimacy of like just having monty and me yeah really lended itself to the story and then we were just trying to see like how can we make every shot tell this story and like get us in the mind of like the character and like 
episode. Wow. Wow. That, yeah. And I'm sure in a way, maybe it brought you guys closer too because you guys are, you know, acting together this like intense scene. I don't know. Like, I just feel like it would. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I love working with him. Yeah. Do you guys work together often? Is that like a thing? I mean, we haven't in a while, but he he tapes all my self-tapes really? like, he's most like, of them he's like, You're doing crazy. yeah <laughs> behind like, the camera like it. we've had to just like we found, find how we work together and like yeah. it's just made our communication skills like oh, and like yeah. we've really had to learn how each other communicates i, I mean, like that we've been mm-hmm. together like like eight and a half years i know so. when he is gonna get married <laughs> <laughs> you're like <laughs> are you but, like but actually like, <laughs> <laughs> i have your aunt <laughs> um no, that's cute though. Yeah, so it's nice to have someone too from, you know, like just doing this journey with you and yeah. like having your back. That That's really nice. And yes, having yeah. that support system, especially when you're here by yourself, right? Because your family's still in Australia, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. Do you visit them often? I I mean, I wish I visited more, but yeah. it's usually like once a year. Once a year. Okay. Yeah. Would I mean, you ever consider, I mean, I'm sure if you got flown out there to do a commercial, you would do one, but would you ever move back and like try to pursue maybe like the entertainment industry in Sydney at all or like somewhere else in Australia where it's you know popping off or are you like you're in love with LA I'm like loving okay LA. okay like you know when I I never like to say never because I you never I know. genuinely don't know like yeah. if you would ask me you know when I was in New York if I'd be here you'd be like no this, you know doing <laughs> would a you podcast, be podcast with you really? like, I have no idea you're so like no I just like where I'm yeah. at in my life now I'm like I don't know so Monty directs um yeah commercials as well so like Ooh. every now and then like I'll just like peek over and see like yeah. when he gets audition tapes yeah. and oh, it's like nice. well it's it's cool to see it from that mm-hmm. perspective because it's like why well, you really do I don't know like everyone see it from like, the other side of things, yeah everyone right? wants to like shit on self-taping but I kind of love it because yeah. I mean I love being in the room and getting direction or right I mean if we if you right. got that even right. but um and you know getting to know people more yeah. but I mean the convenience of like oh the convenience is there for not sure having to drive around that's true and like um, getting to travel and then that's I true. can tape when I'm traveling you know yeah. so do you ever audition for his stuff like is that is that like um <laughs> I'm offer only for his stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I love it I love it well hopefully you guys no, will kidding. write and and make more stuff together because I feel like that's that's some power that's some power couple stuff right there oh. you know what I mean I'm like I wish I could do that yeah no, <laughs> like Nick get into acting <laughs> so I now so. where are you at now with things like you're gonna pursue more acting stuff do you want to go more into writing like where are you at I know you said you're doing commercials um yeah. yeah where do you see this year going oh my gosh I mean I find it hard to see tomorrow <laughs> that's fair. Right now. no but you know my like I've just my ideal is like I'm auditioning yeah and I would like to just you know I feel like I have so much more to go in terms yeah. of my acting career like yeah. even though I've I've been out here for a while I feel like I mean it's so it's like you're in it for the long haul exactly and I, in so many ways I do feel like I'm at the beginning of something you know so yeah just more I'd love to be in like do more tv more yeah. film and then in terms of like writing and directing yeah um I have like one feature film that's like I need to make this in my life. What like, is it about? It's like you know, it, it's inspired by my mum's story. Oh, cool! I like that. And mm-hmm. um, coming to Australia and yeah, she's run like over twenty something marathons. Wow! I've like lost. Was count not expecting. At this point. I was like, cool. Yeah, okay. like and her story is so inspiring, and yeah. so. You need to yeah. If it if it's inspiring and it's your mom's story, you should definitely write a script. I don't think there's a better person to do it. And and like you said, we need we need stories out there that are like authentic, real and like just you know, just show people what's really out there and like I think that'd be a really cool idea. If you ever yeah. if you ever want to collab on that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, totally. I mean that's it. Like I there's there's so many stories I wanna tell. So yeah. There's that. But my focus at the moment is acting. So acting's number one. Okay. Yeah. This year. Yeah. That's like that's no, my I, like yeah. My like passion. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, I guess to like end it, how many, like, do you go to auditions regularly? Like, you know, once a week or once a month? Like, how regularly do you go as an actress? Like, do you, do you really have to apply that often? Or, I mean, I know it you depends. have your agent too. It just depends on the year and the time of Oh, year really? And, and the year? <laughs> yeah. 
I mean, like, you know, the, like it's winter season. So. <laughs> no, truly, though, it depends on like the month. But wow. Like, so I feel now really that we're grateful because what are we? March. Is it a good month for auditions? Or? I mean, you know, apparently it's a slow pilot season. That's what, yeah. And that. That's so, what I've heard, too. But I've been auditioning. You're like, so. but I'm doing great. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but really, though, like, I've, yeah, just last week I've had like four auditions. Oh, week. my God. Cool. I know people who have like six auditions in a yeah. week. Or I have people who know have like two auditions a month. You know, yeah. so it just depends on putting where yourself you're at. out there. Yeah, where you're at. Yeah, putting yourself out there. Where yeah. you're at in your career, like mm. whether you have agents or not. And yeah, I have wonderful agents. And but, I've had times where like like I I had a time in like 2017 where I had let go of my manager and then I mm. I couldn't get a rep for like uh, like. A year? Or How does more? that even work? Like, where do you because where do you look I mean, for them? <laughs> it's like so. Um, there's like no set way. It's like either you okay. ask a friend, or you go to these like showcases, or you oh. hold email people. Oh, or, you know. So it's like there was that, and I just didn't. I didn't know where to start. And yeah, I wouldn't either. But like, yeah, how does this work? <laughs> and so, but then I, I just was like go- submitting myself on mm-hmm. different casting, okay, um, things, and then I. I booked this short film mm-hmm. and like that, that beginning of that year was like so dark. Cause I was like, I don't know what I'm doing and I don't know where to go. Yeah. And then I booked this short film and it was like the first time I acted in Arabic. And then uh, wait, do someone you speak? On, that set, I sp- on my resume. I speak. <laughs> <laughs> wait, yeah, how many I languages do, speak. do you speak? I speak Arabic, English, and French, but I'm being Ooh, very generous. By saying I love French. that. Oh my god! Wait, Wait, if you're on my resume, I speak French really <laughs> hey, well. No, that that is really cool. Like, hey, the more languages, the better. You own it. That's amazing. Yeah. And you never know. Maybe pr- write a script and add some French in there. Like, totally. Yeah, like that'd be fun. Well, wow. Like, I, just to like end on a positive thing with yeah. that. I I booked that film and then I ended up going to Lebanon and then someone on that set who was like. She was like the Arabic, like the person who's yeah. in charge of making sure the Arabic was right. Yeah. She um, was like, oh, this director's looking for other Lebanese actresses. And then that led to another short film and then another short film that was in a festival. And then I found my rep. And then I have different rep now. But it's Wow. Like- I love it. But no, that's that's literally how it works. It's kind of like connections, putting yourself out there and like just talking to people on set. You never know. You never yeah. know who that person's going to be. I mean, my current um, agent and manager i found through like a cold email and oh cool um, there's a there's a coach brian pataka mm-hmm. and he has a course that like literally like helps you write an email i was gonna send no, it out because to it's not as hundreds. easy as you think like writing a good not, email it is a bloody I was, skill i always overthink and i'm not, like i'm like and hi like, sir i'm like no 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 <laughs> backspace backspace exactly <laughs> and like to get your personality in there and to like make oh it, yeah you know and anyway so i i needed like i I found myself at the end of 2020. I had co- amazing commercial agents yeah. who I'm still with. Yeah. Um, but I found myself in need of a new rep and I and I didn't know where to start and then I went all the old routes and that wasn't working. And then a friend of mine recommended Brian's class, oh. Brian Pataka, Agent Goals. Check ah, it out if you're an actor. Out. Yeah. <laughs> um not sponsored. <laughs> but but if you want to sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> but um but he I was like, oh, like, why do I need this? Like, mm-hmm. you know, I'm like, oh, I'm like, I Adrian should be knocking at my door. Yeah, blah blah blah. blah. Yeah, but that's not how it works. It's right? not how it works. Yeah. and I needed help. Like again, yeah. and I feel like that's where, like, I'm like so grateful for recovery because it's yeah. given me the tool of like asking for help. Asking for help. Well, I did this course, and and then um, I sent it out, and then that's that's how I got. It. That's how you got it. And it was amazing because it was like you send out like his whole philosophy is like you cast a really wide net and then you let whoever's right for you come to you. Mm -hmm. And that's what happened. And I ended up getting like 15 meetings. Oh my God. Wow. And 15 offers. Offers. And how did you know which one was like the right one? Like you just felt like intuition. Intuition. I was going to say like the vibes. Yeah. What they had to offer. Yeah. Just like, it was amazing. Percentage too. Like were they all trying It's all standard. Okay. Yeah. There's no like different. um, Okay. Like that. Okay. But, um, so it's and, it's a man, right? The the your agent or your oh or your new your current one. Oh, rep. Yes. Sorry, my wait, wait. Brian Pataka is the 
the coach that okay. does the agent goals. Got it. Got it. Got it. Okay. 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 But I do have male reps male and reps. female reps. Oh, you have <laughs> yeah. both. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And do you feel like that? Not that it really matters, but do you feel like some cater to more like? oh, like, this is for your acting for short film. This is more for commercials. Like, do they bring different things to the table or is it kind of the same? Yeah, I, I have, like, different – so I'm rep by different. Like, I have a commercial agent, yeah. theatrical agent. Oh, wow. Who sent, So a commercial yeah. agent just sends me out uh, for, like, on-camera right. commercials. Okay, okay. And then I have a theatrical agent who send me out on t- for TV and film. Nice. And my manager, like, kind of covers everything as well. And then wow. I have a voiceover agent. Which, like, damn, girl. That was an accident. <laughs> like, you know. Like, I did not mean for this to happen. No, genuinely. That is that awesome. Just... No, that's cool. Like, ride that wave. Hell yeah. Are you kidding me? That's yeah, awesome. Yeah, I'm just, like, out here throwing yeah. spaghetti at the wall. Like, <laughs> no, like, it's all going to pay friend. off. Like, it's it all pays. It's, it's all going to be worth it. It's going to be great. And I love that you have so many people that also believe in you. And, you know, it's not just you and me that are like, you can do this. It's like, you literally have a team of people that are like, you got this. Like gonna do it so a literal team a like, literal team but that's how it is like when you're making a film it's it's a team effort it's not like me by myself like making a movie like i know you did your short film with two people but you didn't do it by yourself <laughs> exactly <laughs> and then the post-production exactly like, I, I called my friends who were actors like the same friends go. i was talking about yeah. who i'm like can you do voiceover yeah. for this film <laughs> and then they send me like a voiceover clip you i know? love it's that like, yeah use your resources again yeah mm-hmm. and like that's the thing it's like i i heard something i like in a book or a quote or a friend said this to me but yeah. they were like you know a lot of the times when we're looking to move up in our career everyone's like looking above them and we forget to look to our side yeah it may have been Ava DuVernay I don't I know that. but it's yeah. like it's like it's like our peers are like the best collaborators and I love that it's so positive and, and it's true because I feel like we need more positivity you know in our work <laughs> environment so I, I love that I think that's a that's a great way to, to end the podcast you know like <laughs> appreciate your peers like work with them because you know we're all here trying to do the same thing and like use your resources yeah <laughs> but thank you so much for coming on the podcast it was so great talking to you um mm-hmm. i can't wait to watch your short film i'm gonna watch it after this actually so you guys should check it out too and if you want to throw out any of your social media you know instagram tiktok yeah. whatever you want your Jessica website Mooney <laughs> is my instagram nice i mostly post on randomly <laughs> um the film is called Be Good. So you can look up Be Good. And either type my name or um, Eating Disorder Short Film is like the and title. Yeah, I can also put it in the bio. So that would make it easy, right? Amazing. I was like, wait a minute, I can do that. <laughs> well, thank you again so much for coming on. And I will see thank you guys you. next week. Yay. Bye.